0: Hello all, and welcome to Sit a Spell. I'm your host, Jocelyn McCrae. This season, we are focusing on creation stories from across various cultures and spiritualities. New episodes will air each Wednesday at 5 a.m. Quick reminder, if you would like to help me share my stories, please consider following Sit a Spell, Pagan Folklore, and World Mythology on Anchor. If you are so inclined, there is the option to support the podcast with monthly donations starting as low as 99 cents. If not, that's cool too. This podcast will remain 100% free. Sit a Spell is also available on Stitcher and Spotify. You can stay caught up on all the latest updates by following me on Instagram at sit.a.spell.podcast, on Facebook at sit a spell, pagan folklore and world mythology and on Twitter at spell underscore pod. Really quickly, I also wanted to mention that I am almost to my goal of 50 listeners. I wanted to express how big of a deal that is to me and how thankful I am to everyone who's been here since the first episode, as well as those who are now just joining in. I recognize and value every single one of you. I'm so excited. Now, today's creation story hails from the Yoruba tribe of West Africa, which consists of Nigeria, Togo, and Benin. Come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. ago, before there existed any people or animals or plants or land, all life existed in the sky. Above the clouds lived an all-powerful being who transcended sex or gender. Their name was Olorun. Olorun lived around a young baobab tree, along with heavenly beings called orishas, who were either identified as male or female. They had everything they could ever need living beneath the leaves of the baobab tree. The Orishas were adorned with beautiful clothing and shimmering jewelry, and Olaroon encouraged them to wander freely in the sky. It was all theirs to explore. All of the Orishas felt fulfilled, content, and even blissful in their lives in the sky. All but one. Obatala could not help but want more from his existence. As was the case with all of the Orishas, Obatala had certain powers, which he felt called to put to use. He leaned his head downward, pondering what he should do with his gifts. Through the clouds and mist, he could see an endless, barren ocean beneath him. Obatala realized what he needed to do. He went to Olorun and asked them to help him create something different, something solid in the rolling waters below. He explained that he wanted to have beings below who he could help. Olorun was moved by Obatala's yearning to do something constructive, and so after pondering his proposition, they agreed. Obatala was so excited by this new prospect He went to seek advice from Orunmila, who was the Orisha of wisdom, knowledge, and omniscience. Obatala asked him what he needed to do to prepare for this mission. Orunmila brought out an ornate, sacred tray. He sprinkled a powder created from the baobab root onto the tray and tossed sixteen palm kernels. He repeated this ritual eight times each time carefully analyzing the patterns and pathways created in the powder. At last, he advised Obatala to prepare a chain of gold and to gather sand, palm nuts, seeds, and maize. Orunmila also told Obatala to retrieve the sacred egg that had carried the personalities and spirits of all of the Orishas inside of it. He quickly went to work. Obatala went around to all of his fellow orishas and asked them for all the gold they could give. He then took the gold to the goldsmith, who agreed to help him fashion a golden chain. The goldsmith had to remelt a few links of the chain in order to create a hook for one end. Meanwhile, Obatala gathered all the sand in the sky and poured it into an uninhabited snail shell adding in a bit of baobab powder as well. He placed the shell in his pack along with the maize, seeds, and palm nuts that he gathered from around the baobab tree. He wrapped the egg containing the essence of all the orishas inside his shirt to keep it warm during the journey down. He was ready. Obatala hooked the golden chain into the sky and began his descent. He climbed down for seven long days. Finally, he reached the end of the chain and realized that he didn't know what to do now. He hung at the end of the chain, listening for any inkling of a next step. He heard the voice of Orunmila calling him to pour the sand. Obatala reached into his pack and procured the snail shell. He began pouring the sand into the ocean and was taken aback. The sand was solidifying and soon became vast lands. This was progress, but Obatala was still unsure what to do. His anxiety heightened and his heart beat so strongly, the egg he held within his shirt cracked. From the egg flew Sankofa, the bird who carried the spirits of all of the Orishas above. Like a gusting windstorm, Sankofa flew across the lands, blowing sand and creating the dunes, lowlands, and hills. The great bird gave the land character, just as the Orishas did. Obatala finally let go of the chain, dropping onto the land he created. This land... Was named Ife, meaning the place that divides the waters. He began to explore, all the while scattering seeds. As he walked across the land, the seeds grew and became lush, turning green in his wake. After walking for a long while, Obatala grew thirsty, and so he sought rest at a small pond. As he bent over the pond to drink, He caught a glimpse of his own face in the reflection. He was pleased with what he saw. He scooped up some dark clay from next to the pond and began to sculpt what he saw in his reflection. He created numerous bodies and faces from the dark earth. He grew even thirstier. Obatala began drinking the juice of newly grown palm trees, which had fermented and created palm wine. He drank, then drank some more, then more, and more, until finally Gobatala was intoxicated. Even so, he still felt he had work to do. He returned to making the clay bodies, but he was not as meticulous as he had been before. He created forms without eyes and with misshapen limbs. Although Abatala found these creations beautiful, he understood that he had been irresponsible by drinking and creating simultaneously. He vowed not to do so again. Meanwhile, in the sky, Olarun became curious as to Obatala's progress. He dispatched Chameleon down the Golden Chain to check in. Chameleon relayed the disappointment that Obatala felt in himself that he could create bodies but he could not give the body's life. Olarun heard this and gathered gases from the space beyond the sky. They sparked the gases to create an explosion, which they shaped into the form of a fireball. They threw the fireball down to Ife. The fire dried the still wet lands and baked Obatala's clay creations. The fireball was so strong that it set the earth to spinning just as it does today. Finally, Olarun blew his breath all across Ife, causing Obatala's clay figures to slowly come to life as the first people of Ife. you all for joining me today I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm so happy that you tuned in don't forget that you can support this podcast on the anchor app which is free to download I'd also love to hear your feedback so please feel free to follow sit a spell on instagram twitter and facebook again you can listen on spotify stitcher and anchor at sit a spell pagan folklore and world mythology y'all come back now